friends, this is Musing Methodist, where we discuss important issues and topics for Christians to ponder. My name is John Duff, and I'm the assistant pastor here at Centenary UMC in Danville, Kentucky. And today we get to talk about Krispy Kreme pandas and what happens when you give homeless people money and cicadas. And I'm here with... I'm Jill Winter, and I am the children's director here at Centenary, and apparently a podcaster now. Yeah, she's part of the team. Patty says hi. Carol says hi. Good to see you all. If you're here watching us, say hi and uh, let us know you're here. And we also have Kathy with us, which is nice. Kathy's not going to be with us next week, which will be sad. And you have a interesting shirt on. I'm just noticing it. Is it purple and pink? Blue. Blue and red. Blue and red. (laughs) It's the color blindness. And also just like I in my brain psychologically just attributed it to more feminine colors because it's on you the blue is although kind of purpley did you guys know that like pink and blue used to be switched in terms of like boy yes i knew that that's very interesting pink used in the victorian times pink was a boy yeah yeah. a boy color and blue was a girl and they i forget why they changed it but it was interesting some kind of and because pink was a bold and boys were supposed to be bold and now it's switched so Anyways, interesting thought. Well, we like to start with how we're doing. So, how are you all doing? I don't know. Which one goes first? I go, I am doing pretty well. Um, I am currently maybe juggling one thing too many. Okay. Because my brain tends to short circuit a little bit. And I've had, I've had some, um, I've been doing some interesting things the last couple of days. Yeah. Getting things a little mixed. Yeah. I'm good, though. Okay. Do you have an example of that? Yes. So I am currently handing out codes for um, camp in the city, um, and people are calling me to ask me for a code, and I will give them a code, and they're all individual codes. And yesterday there was a glitch in my brain, and I gave out the same code, four four different codes, to two people. Okay. each one of those four codes I gave out to separate people. To both of them? No, because one person asked for four codes, which is great. And then yeah. one person came and I gave them one of their codes and I gave some, you know. Oh, so I see. Yeah, yeah. I straightened it out. Okay, that's, it's yeah. all good again. That's confusing. Um, yeah. But I, that's embarrassing. Okay. Yeah, don't that could be that. hard, though. They don't train you for that in seminary. <laughs> I've not gone to seminary, so it wouldn't <laughs> well, matter. There you go. Yeah. In biology school. But yeah. <laughs> they did not train that me for that in biology yeah, either. For so. sure. Okay. And Kathy, how have you been? I'm good. Yeah. I'm actually ready for spring break. Yeah. Yeah. Spring break is coming. Which is after Easter, right? Mm-hmm. First week of April. Oh, my chair is being squeaky. I know some schools are getting one and some schools aren't. Yeah. It's strange. Yeah, center is They're not. All over it, the place. Centers had like they chose to have like two or three like single day breaks. So like a couple weeks ago on Wednesday they had a break, and I'm a like, break. they still have homework they're doing, <laughs> but our students. It feels took a break, it does feel like a good. break. I yeah, I remember. Sure. So, I've had a good week. Getting a break. I um, it's nice. In it, uh, I like preaching, but I also like not preaching, and so. Chris is preaching this Sunday. 
And that so, makes me happy. Yeah. Although I really have enjoyed that's your the plan. series. That's the plan. Oh, you, that's thank you. The series that you did is wonderful. It, it has been a good one. Mm-hmm. I was about to say fun, but it's not really fun. It's fun but, it's but it's important and meaningful. Yeah, yeah, for mm-hmm. sure. So, um, so check those out if you haven't yet. Yeah, they're <laughs> online. And so I've enjoyed not having to think about, think about preaching, but time. I'm getting doing our Wednesday night study, and I was going to have fun with that one, too. So... And, what is and the topic in our college, the atonement theories. And so we're doing the crisis victor atonement, which is my favorite theory of the atonement. Because it's like, sim- it's similar to ransom, except that Jesus just like defeats um, sin and death and the power of Satan. And I like it a lot. So uh, that's pretty fun. And I'm getting ready for like our, our young adult group. We're working through the Sermon on the Mount. And I was doing some study for that this morning, and I was like, just Sermon on the Mount is so Sermon good. And I was we did that all excited. summer in children's ministry. Oh, cool. Yeah. Took it apart and made it last it's 13 like, weeks. It was a lot. Very, it's very good. important. Yeah. I don't know if we'll do 13 weeks, but well, it's fun stuff. And Jesus just like, deep. he challenges everyone, you know, the Sadducees, the Pharisees, and everything. So anyways, also this week... Well, this was actually last week. Someone brought us banana pudding. Oh my goodness. <laughs> and I wanted to mention how good it was. It was so good. Samantha Leek brought us pudding. Anytime, Samantha. Incredible for the staff. Um, and we really appreciate it. So thank you, Samantha. And I had three helpings. Yeah. And we are also, besides saying thank you, we're casting vision for our church at the same time that we want people at our church to be good bakers. Or, <laughs> I don't know what I'm saying. That is not you, the main you don't purpose. Have to, you don't of have to bake, but because we, we if it was, that. I would not be okay. here. Yeah, that's cool. But I'm I appreciate a, other people's gifts yes, very much. Yeah. Yes. I'm not a great baker myself. I'm a good cook, and I'm thinking about. I I want to make some cool stuff, but anyways, I'm better at the regular food stuff. Anyways, I'm really good at takeout. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Like, you and Kathy have practiced that together. <laughs> Kathy's a good cook, though, right? That's what I heard. So Kathy, Kathy, who cooks? But okay. thanks for the banana pudding. Although my child reminds me every now and then during the thing back where there was a period of time that I did not cook. Yeah, when she was younger. Um, Julia. Yeah, I remember was. that. And she Funny. said to me one time, she said, "Mom, is our stove broken?" Oh gosh. Do even does it even so work? The joke now is that if I don't cook for a few days, she's like, "Stove broken again." Yeah, yeah, true. Well, we have Ron joining us. Hello, Ron, and as well, Teresa Goggin. So glad that y'all are able to join us. Let us know how you're doing. Um, let's. I had a couple of different things planned for today, but let's do the Krispy Kreme uh, uh, article first. So I saw this today, and I thought it was interesting. Krispy Kreme is making vaccinations extra sweet with a free donut a day for the rest of the year. This is for um, those uh, starting Monday, which I guess was yesterday. Until the end of the year, if you take your vaccination card to Krispy Kreme in the US, you get a free glazed donut, uh, which is pretty crazy. So if if it shows that you have one or two shots of the COVID-19 vaccines, you can redeem it at any store every day for the rest of the year. And you don't have to buy anything to get a free glazed donut which is pretty pretty cool. They want to help support people 
getting well they want to encourage folks to get the vaccine, get the vaccine. but so you know this whole working from home thing yeah we've been in and out of all year yeah i think there should be a thing called working from Krispy Kreme. then <laughs> <laughs> get my free donut do a little work yeah there you go they they also say they understand that choosing to get the vaccine is a highly personal decision and so they say those who don't get the vaccine can still get a free glazed donut and a medium coffee on Mondays from March 29th to May It's a shorter period. So you can still go in and get a free coffee and glazed donut on Mondays, which I guess that's pretty cool. Uh, but we don't have uh, we don't have one. Krispy Kremes here in Danville. So if you want to use the money that you save on the donut to pay for gas, probably not worth it to drive to Lexington. And we do for, have good donuts here in Danville. Yeah, but if you're, if you're there... <laughs> Yeah, but if, if you happen to be there, go get yeah. a Krispy Kreme for free if you have your vaccine. Um, yeah. So, anyways, I just thought that was pretty interesting. I also thought it, I also was like, well, that's good because then people get healthier with the vaccine, but then they eat Krispy Kreme and they get unhealthier. So, yeah, like if I ate a donut a day, lights out. It would not be good. Okay. Anything else to say on that? Do you know there's a donut? Trail here in Kentucky. There's a donut trail. You just all you all have to need to look. We we talked about that in my um, Tuesday so morning this, group this morning. There's a donut trail a, in northern Kentucky. Copy of copy of the bourbon the trail. bourbon trail, but, yep, but you donuts. get a donut and it's and it's a smaller mom and pop. Oh, that's good. And you get and you get a t-shirt. Mm. I don't know this from firsthand, but I trust the women that told me this. So. Okay, cool, cool. <laughs> so look it up. Donuts. Krispy Kreme, if you have your cut vaccine any day, Mondays. If you don't. If you don't. So, uh, I don't know. I don't know that I should encourage you to get donuts. But anyways, next story. We're on to animal news. And we're not covering the whole story, but just part of this story. Giant pandas made it multiple times in French zoo. So this was a big, big deal, apparently. A zoo in central France has announced that two of its giant pandas made it multiple times on Saturday. They were very excited. They were put in contact eight times and they they apparently made it. I don't it doesn't say whatever. But anyways, <laughs> giant pandas have a but the reason why I thought this They're was interesting very difficult to get a, a yeah, baby panda. Yeah. And it's like no word no no wonder like they're going extinct. It says giant pandas have a very short window for breeding. Females are only available to become pregnant 24 to 72 hours each year. And I'm like, whoa, not very much time. they're endangered. And so in April of 2020, you might remember the two pandas in a Hong Kong zoo made it after 10 years of attempts. Um, So each mating season is really important for pandas. So you get, which is not really even a season, it's just a few days a year. I guess you can call that a season. So that's really so. I thought I just thought that was pretty um, interesting and strange. And I was, uh, you know, what I also actually thought of is like the, the Pope or the Catholics would be like, you, you know, they don't like birth control, right? Which actually, I'm not sure. I feel like one of the recent popes said it was okay, but like they would be like excited if this were a thing for humans. <laughs> <laughs> but anyways moving on hopefully pandas 
Hopefully they will be baby pandas and girls. Boys and girls coming soon to the French Zoo. But and pandas and are so cute. And that oh, makes baby pandas oh yeah. like put, the top pinnacle of cuteness. Let me put picture a picture on the screen. Yeah. Yes. I mean, pandas. can you imagine? Baby pandas. Very baby cute. pandas. That's right over my head. Adorable. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Yes. So if you're watching with us, you can see the little baby pandas on the screen. And it was they're very cute for sure. So pretty awesome. But anyways, and then Jill was going to talk about cicadas. Well, I didn't read the whole article, but this year is the year for the cicadas that are on the 17-year cycle, um, which means that they disappeared underground 17 years ago, and they're yeah. going to be hatching. And I remember this the last spring, time they did that. Yes. It's a big deal. And, um, and it's, you know, there are cicadas that, that don't have a giant cycle like that, and there's some that have 24 years or something like that. Okay. But this is the 17-year cycle, and um, apparently etymologists are ready to go. Is that coming up like in the next it's, couple weeks? It will be, oh, I think, the what end are, of this month. What are, what are we at the etymologist? end of this month? Oh. Uh, insect scientists. Okay, okay, cool. They'll be ready. So are, They're traveling, ready to go to these places where they emerge. So they can study the cicadas? Yeah, I think so. Or, okay, yeah. or take them captive. They, they, they will come out of the ground and they'll make like little cones as they emerge. Um, so they just bury themselves in the ground? Every, the, for so they years? lay the eggs on the tree, and then they die. Oh, and then the, the eggs, um, I can't remember if it's the larva that they hatch and fall off, and then tunnel into the earth for 17 years. So that's kind of they're, a they're like, short mating season. Well. Yeah, <laughs> Speaking of mating season, it's only like two, insects for two weeks for every yes. 17 years, and, and then, then the panda's like three days every, one to three days every year, so yeah, probably comparable, Yeah, like ratio. Mm -hmm. So I am not a big bug fan, oh. but cicadas are beautiful. Oh, and they're really noisy too, so you're going to hear a lot more noise this spring. But they're so gorgeous; they're what really beautiful, beautiful bugs. What hmm? makes them beautiful? Oh, they're well, they're large, okay. and they're they can be very iridescent, and their wings are beautiful. And then they have these bright orange eyes, and so oh, they're very oh. colorful. Yeah. And um. And you said by the end of the month. I think so. Okay, so around Easter. But I could be Before wrong on Easter. that. Yeah. Well, we can. If you're listening, maybe you can just look it up. You'll find it. Out. We're not bug experts. But we do like to talk about animal news, obviously. Strange so, animal news. Okay, cool. Any questions on that? Do you like the cicadas? No. You remember when they came out They're last really, time? really noisy. Yeah. I mean, there's cicadas every year, obviously. But Yeah. But there's one species that there's is like... There's one that... And there's actually three different species that do this. Oh. It's very interesting. Wow. Yeah. Cool. Awesome. Well, there's there's our animal news for today and Krispy Kreme, which go together so well, don't animal. you think? <laughs> yeah, but anyways, so moving along to our kind of main story for today, I was trying to think of something that we could share and talk about that um, I had lots of different ideas, but many of them I was like, you know, Pastor Chris would probably like to be here to talk about that. Like, uh, Wesleyan distinctives or like church history and like what makes the different denominations and whatnot. So today... And I'm not an expert on any of those things. Yeah, but so you, you could be a good person to have a conversation with. So, but <laughs> anyways, <laughs> sorry. We are talking about this article um, 
it's out of Canada. ABC. It's funny because the title is BC. ABC, but it's ABC, so British <laughs> Columbia, which is a province in Canada. Research project gave homeless people $7,500 each, and the results were beautifully surprising, it says. Uh, it says the participants found housing faster, boosted food security, and reduced spending on substances. Uh, is, that's what the study found. Yeah. Um, so it's, it's pretty interesting, and it says that the um, project could challenge stereotypes about people living on the margins. Because margins. I think a lot of the margins, yes. <laughs> Most, uh, uh, there's a lot of stereotypes and a lot of like common thinking, especially among people who don't have financial problems, that, that people who um, have financial problems are either, um, it, uh, how, how do I say this? Like, it's their own doing, it's their own fault. And, but more than that, that, Helping them and giving them money is not actually really helping them or will right. help that's, them. You know, sometimes all. it does. Yeah. And that's a yeah. very interesting study. Yeah. So I'll to say more about the study. Um, it, it's a Vancouver-based study, um, and, and it was in conjunction with the University of British Columbia. And it gave uh, homeless lower mainland residents uh, cash payments of 7500 and then the researchers checked on them a year after that. So uh, there was 115 participants ranging between the ages of 19 and 64. They had been homeless for at least six months. Um, so that Doesn't obviously, know. yeah, they're not new to this, but they weren't struggling. These were homeless people who were not struggling with serious substance use or mental health issues, which are common among homeless folks. And so that kind of takes that out of the picture for the study. Um, and of those 115, 50 people were chosen at random to be given cash while the others formed a control group that did not receive any money. And so I thought that was pretty interesting. It says, not only did those who received the money spend fewer days homeless than those in the control group, they also moved into stable housing after an average of three months compared to those in the control group who took an average of five months. So they moved into stable housing quicker um, and they and it says that these people manage this money well over the course of the year. Um, we, on average, cash recipients spent fifty-two percent of their money on food and rent, fifteen percent on items such as medication and bills, and sixteen percent on clothes and transportation. Um, over seventy percent of the people who received their payments were food secure after one month. So after one month. Uh, they felt good about where they were and didn't have to worry from day to day about getting food. In comparison, spending on alcohol, cigarettes, and drugs went down on an average by 39%, which is an interesting finding because oftentimes we think, oh, if I just give this money to this it person, won't. they'll just spend it on drugs, you know, or alcohol or things that are not super helpful. Um other than getting through the day. Yeah, and, and that's what one of the researchers says. He says, too often people dismiss the idea of giving homeless people money because they assume it will be mismanaged. Um, and so, I don't know. I thought it was a pretty interesting article. And then, oh, I also wanted to mention, um, they found here, uh, I'll just read this. It says, um, one of the researchers said it costs on average $55,000 annually for social and health services for one homeless individual. So for homeless individuals, what the uh, government pays normally, so social health services is 55,000 to help with the current uh, you know, system. 
in Vancouver, I guess. In Vancouver. According to study data, the project, I mean, giving, you know, these people $7,500, uh, saved the shelter approximately 8100 per person of a total of roughly $405,000 over one year for all 50. So giving these people money up front actually saved the health, the, the social and health services, and I assume the government that helps with those, the money over time as well, which I think is pretty, pretty interesting. And so the guy says, like, the common belief is that the status quo is the, just the Cheaper. cheapest way to help homeless people when, in fact, it's actually more expensive than kind of giving them money up front. So what are y'all's thoughts on that, ideas? Well, I am, like, super thankful that people are willing to take a risk and do these kinds of studies because yeah, the more yeah. information we have and the more data that we have, I'm a big data person, um, is very interesting um, in yeah. order to we, we can make better decisions. Mm -hmm. the, um, yeah. the, the thing that I find interesting about the study is that they do break it down into money. Yeah. And uh, for me, I'm like, we, like, we're trying to talk, you know, money people into or people who really think about money first into being helpful um mm -hmm. and i understand that we have to have a money you know out of the system in order to make it yeah. look yeah but i kind of want to say to people aren't people worth more than the money shouldn't we just be <laughs> yeah you know can I we do it to help saying. someone yeah. yeah just for the sake that they are beautiful and valuable yeah individuals and yeah, not sure. have to make a profit i mean it's not a profit i understand that but yeah but it does it does uh, i like convince. what you're saying yeah but yeah like we do have to make it i'm okay i'm not pushing back personally from a philosophical view mm -hmm. someone who is not a christian doesn't necessarily yeah. hold that all human beings are made in the image of god Correct. or valuable and so there are we, other we need views to have, on how we, we need value to have this people. Kind of, Whereas Christians value everyone <laughs> because of our our creation story is beautiful. Like, mm -hmm. and people take it out of context to mean other things than what it is, but it's an incredible. Anyways, that's a side note. Do you have any thoughts, Kathy? <laughs> no? I, I get really curious about this study. Um, yeah. I yeah. want to know. You know, how did we, how did they randomly choose yeah, people? Because yeah. it seems like they had 115 people and then they random, I mean, I, I want to know randomly like the, I want to know the yeah, yeah. ins and outs of that. And for sure. And also, um, it's important that we note that this is taking place in Canada. So yeah. when they spend 15% of their budget on medications and bills, yeah, that could that make a big be, difference. Yeah. Yeah. When we try to transfer that to an American medical, um, medical system. system. Yeah. Um, so there's a lot of it probably costs more in America. Yeah, medications yeah. especially. I would yeah, say. yeah, for sure. But if we're not talking about healthcare reform or anything right now, no, we're not. And there's lots of new reviews. We on are that, not, sure. and I'm just pointing that out. Yeah, yeah, for sure. But I, I think it's exciting when we see they yeah. did uh, this article have an individual who they interviewed and the difference that yeah. it made to him. Yeah. Um, my phone is beeping. Yeah. I'm sorry. Absolutely. And then um. I also thought it was interesting that, you know, this was a cash lump sum. Yeah. So yeah. it was a, a good sum. They didn't they didn't meter it out through the year, which yeah. might have changed the behavior a little yeah. bit. So I thought lump sum, that's and interesting. And I think, I think that was part of it because yeah. most of us, 
uh, oftentimes it's thought that a homeless person doesn't know how to manage right. that much money. But they were saying that apparently they did a pretty good job, and actually said they retained a thousand dollars. Retained a thousand dollars over out of twelve that. months, mm-hmm. which was really they said pretty incredible. That's which is surprising. Cool, surprising. Yeah, absolutely. Surprising research is so much fun. Yeah, yeah, and uh, yeah, and and uh, I would just say also kind of with this is that so this was on folks who didn't have mental health issues right. or substance Which would abuse be really issues. important. And so there's a, a there is a difference there and it's important to note. Um, and I also think like us talking about this article does not mean like we're supporting like panhandling or, or whatnot or anything. Um, I think helping people get help is one of the most important things and mm-hmm. I think there there are people in certain situations that don't always sometimes stay in the situations for their own reasons reasons. but there also are people that if you help them they can get out and i think that's that's what this article is trying to say is there are obviously there are stereotypes for a reason but there are people that uh, when you help them they they know how to get help and, and move on and and I also think one of the biggest issues with homelessness is is more relational than uh, dollar money wise. Yeah. Because like I think like if I got into a financial mm-hmm. trouble, like I would have people to depend. I, I would could, have. I, would, I, I could have lean so on people. Many people. I could yeah. just say, "Hey, let me you know stay at your house for a little bit while you I get can back stay home. at my house." Yeah, yeah. There you go. <laughs> I have, I have <laughs> yeah. some extra room now that <laughs> yeah. my children are out. Exactly, and so and if my children like, had trouble, they could come home. I mean, yeah. if they chose to, which is kind of the importance of a church family. Of that, like, it's not just oh, we throw money at the problem, but we invite people into a family and into a community. Uh, where they can find help and find uh, love and value as and an they, individual. And they feel like they find they can said. find dignity. Yeah, dignity yeah. for sure. So, yep. but I just thought that was an interesting uh, article to throw in your thinking of of how to help people well, on the I margins the, of society. The more ideas we have, yeah. the better we are to able to deal with the broad range yeah. of it. I just think it's interesting that. That um, like I'm not sure I would wonder. I mean, I would say, yeah. oh, you're going to give some people this money. That it helped that much. That was surprising. Yeah. Yeah. Surprising. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. I guess when I when I think of homeless people, I sometimes don't think of people being able to leave that situation. Yeah. It sounds mm-hmm. so permanent to me in some ways. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. To work and, yourself out and of I it think, again. And I think part of that is that, like, I think you're right in part of that because once you're – I think – I don't know what – the science or research says, but once you've been homeless a certain amount, it has a negative effect on you as a person to where it does make it harder to get out because of, you know, the, the living on your own and the the difficulty there and then probably more, you know, likely to have mental health issues after being homeless, you know, as well. So uh, that's interesting, but I think that's any more thoughts or, Well, I mean, it kind of reminds me of the, um, what people say about prisons costing more than education. Yeah. Yeah. And if we put more money into education, we might not be, need to put so much money into prisons. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. That takes a lot of study too. For sure. I like data. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, absolutely. So knowing need to look at some of these things. Yeah, and knowing what is a better idea. Yeah, um, what what does work? And there are different options than just what is we have already. So, <gasps> Patty Overing says it's National Puppy Day today. Yeah, there you go. So we showed pictures of pandas, but really we should be showing pictures of puppies too. Puppies, puppies are cute. So one of my friends just got a puppy a few months ago, and she's the puppy is growing become much bigger but it's a it's a one of the black ones with fluffy hair a doodle type of doodle labradoodle yes that's it and so she's going to be a very big, very big dog we my uh, sister has a labradoodle that got really really big and my, my husband calls it a labra horse oh yeah that's <laughs> what it's gonna be so is that a labra horse <laughs> cool well thanks for being with us this week so a couple things coming up at the church one is Wednesday night. Tomorrow night we are doing our Bible study. We're, um, we had taken a couple weeks off, but we're doing that again. It's uh, we're talking about theories of atonement. We will do the Crisis Victus theory, which is my favorite because it's talking about having victory over the powers of evil and Jesus breaking our chains and that and our ability to be free from that. So that's going to be really cool. And then um, not, not this week, but next week will be Holy Week. And so we will do our Wednesday night Bible study, and you all pop, chime in if I get stuff wrong. We'll do a Thursday, Monday, Thursday service at 6.30. Um, Friday, for, in, the in the sanctuary. Monday, Thursday is in the sanctuary. Friday, we're doing a cool thing that's uh, kind of prayer uh, and communion in the chapel. You can come over by that door in the chapel, and we'll have a, a staff member there um, from 11 to 7 11 a.m. to 7 p.m. Uh, so you can come and have prayer. And I think we'll have kind of a little prompt for scripture that you can. But it's more self-directed. You yeah. can just come and for, for spend Good Friday, some time. Which would be cool. And then for Holy Saturday, you're doing something. I've got something in the works that's not quite nailed down yet. But we're going to do um, a resurrection egg. Uh, either drive through or walk through. It depends on the weather. It depends mm -hmm. on everything. I'm I'm planning on doing it in the back parking lot by the children's wing, um, and having some stations where you can get your very own resurrection egg set. That'd going cool. through the different stations. Sweet. And then Sunday, are we doing anything on Sunday? <laughs> <laughs> we will have our normal we, services. Yeah, it's hard to say our normal services. We didn't get to do Easter. Easter last year. And we will have a little bit of fanfare at the traditional as much as possible while remaining safe. So a little extra yeah. music that we're excited about. And so come out and celebrate the resurrection. Lent has been a little bit rough this year for our church <laughs> and sad. It's been rough. And uh, we have to remember that Easter's coming. Easter's and there's, coming. there's hope of the resurrection Sunday and new is life. Coming. And so we're excited about that. Um, that's about it. Are there other announcements? If you Tell want to sign up all your friends, camp. children's <laughs> people about Camp in the City. It will be here May 31st through June 4th. Every day, it's a day camp. Um, lunch is served. Yeah. I've got lots of great scholarship codes that take the cost down very, very much. And anybody, there's uh, anybody, anybody, you don't have to jump through any hoops to get a scholarship code. You don't have to. Um, we have just, so many. Because I have so many scholarships this year. Um, please, everybody gets one. Come through me, get a code. Um, do that. Ron Devert points out that 10% of the COVID 1400 is a half sponsorship. 
for Camp oh, in the City. And he is that's correct. Cool. And that's a wonderful way to look at it. Um, also, I'm looking for host homes. Um, yeah. I was a host home. It blessed It blessed me. That's cool. In a way that I didn't, didn't know was going to, which is wonderful. God does that. And mm-hmm. so I, I invite you to come into the blessing. Okay. <laughs> um, yeah. So that's, that's going to be awesome. And we will be here next week. Sadly, Kathy will not be with us next week. But we think Chris will be back. Um, we're thinking. Not 100% sure, so don't like yeah. push all your hope, hope upon that. But that's the hope. Um, and that will be good to have him back. And um, we'll chat and catch up with him. Um, but that's about it for this week. Can I find my mouse? There it is. And so I'm going to send us out with a blessing. And the music. May the peace of the Lord Christ go with you wherever He may send you. May He guide you through the wilderness, protect you through the storm. May He bring you home rejoicing at the wonders He has shown. So go in that peace.